You are listening to the Prince Podcast here on Podcast Juice. We got the environmental records playing in the background, so you can hear all that stuff going on. So we're giving you a little taste of Minneapolis, so bear with us as you hear the church bells in the background. But my name is Michael Dean, and we've got a, a special guest with us today, Ron Shell. Let me get this. Let me make sure I say the name, last name right. Nadella Cello? Is that how you say it? Well, I changed it. I changed it. So my whole name is Ronchelle Nelson. That's that's my that's my whole name. <laughs> Say word. Your last name is Nelson. Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. Now, Ronchelle. For some of you Prince fans who have been keeping up, uh, there was a video that went on Facebook. It was a Facebook live video, I believe, uh, of Ronchelle and Ronchelle. Uh, is a well is was a Paisley Park tour guide, right? And I would rather have her tell tell the story of what went you know what went on with that and why she is currently not a tour guide. Uh, so, Ron Shell, what what happened? Yeah, so I tell you the story. What happened? So we it was a group of us. It was about five of us. We were all tour guides. Four of us were tour guides. One was a person from the front desk. And what we did was, you know, it's the job. We can take photos there, so we are allowed to take photos in the Studio B area and the same area that all other VIP guests, you know, can take a photo. And so we decided to take a photo, and we were all off the clock. We, um, there were photos taken that, that was taken before I got in there, so I only came in on the last round, so I got fired for the last two photos that I was in the people who fired us they said that those photos were inappropriate that we took but the photos that i took was not inappropriate um the photos that i was in we did just like a regular pose in front of prince and then we made a pyramid in front of the, um his photo and we were not touching any of the artifacts it was in our approved space we even paid for the flash drive that we took the photos on and now a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions when i posted that video they thought we took them with the cell phones and i clearly stated that we did not take pictures with cell phones we took it in a approved photo place and um they just said they were inappropriate and so they just fired us and um i guess it's legal for them to do so because minnesota is an at-will employment state so they can fire you for any reason at any time but prior than that we had you know none of us had any disciplinary action we were actually getting accolades we didn't even know you know that we were under investigation and like they were trying to figure out what to do with we didn't even know that because they didn't even you know let us know of the situation that was going on in the first place so just out of the blue they call you up and tell you to come up there and you're fired and you just got rave reviews from the gm from the manager you know to put you on these new things that they were going to do on paisley at paisley park and then the next day you come up there and they just send you away so it's like none of your hard work you know matters you know all they worried about you know, it's making Paisley Park into like just a well-oiled money-making machine. You know, it's like you can tell that that's all they want to do, no matter how much passion that you put into it, no matter how much time that you put into it. You know, just for any reason, if they don't like it, they get rid of you at any time. So, all right, let me let me ask you a couple questions. Um, now, mm-hmm. how long how long mm-hmm. had you have worked there? 
Uh-huh. So I was worked there over two months, so I was past my probation period. Okay. And, and I got to ask this because we've talked about uh, the tour guides there mm-hmm. before. We've had other people, who, fans who have went there and done the tours. Mm-hmm. And, some, you know, some of the feedback is, you know, my particular tour guide, it wasn't very you know, knowledgeable about Prince. You know, questioned if they was actually exactly. fans and things of that nature. Now, were you a Prince fan before working there? Yeah, yes, way, way before. You can ask, um, I don't know who y'all are friends with, but ask Marcus Scott, ask all them other people. Okay. I was around. And mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, what what's, what drove you to to want to work there? Were you living there already, and then you said, "Oh, this opportunity," or is it what happened? How did you start working there? I'm just curious. Uh huh. So I don't. So y'all don't really know me too well, but for people who do know me, they know that I'm kind of a nomad. Anyway, I've lived all over, and so I was just coming back from overseas. You know, I had a job in Boston, but once I heard that Paisley Park was hiring again, I took my chances and went out there to do the interview. And so I got the job on the spot at that. So my first interview, I got the job. Um, We did the paperwork and I just had to wait, you know, for all the final stuff to come through the background check and all that good stuff. And so then I picked up and moved out to Minneapolis um, for this job. Okay. Now, now one of the things that really caught my ear on that video you posted was you were saying that they let go of most of the people of color, AKA black folks. So I'm asking you, yeah. are, are you still standing behind that? And why, why do you think they let you go guys go? Was it just for the pictures? Or was there anything else going on? I'm just a little curious. Well, I said that because you can see a big ratio difference in the people of color and from the other people who work there. And, you know, the people that Prince had working there, they were people of color. You know, at least most of them were. And some of those people are gone. They have been demoted. And Graceland is putting in their people on top of there. So it's just you just. You know, it's kind of like, and I can say I never felt racially discriminated, you know, in the place. I haven't. But just seeing that, you know, with and they're firing us with no explanation, with just, you know, just getting rid of us out of the blue with no warning, no probation, no anything. And, you know, and the majority of us work people of color. Not all of us are black, but we work people of color. So one lady, she was um, Filipino. And what they did, I fired the one white person that was in the photo with us, too. So I still stand behind that, that they are trying to get rid of, you know, the diversity of the place mm-hmm. and trying to make it into their image and their view of what they want it to become. Graceland is trying to make it more like Elvis's place. So you can even tell how they're getting rid of all the little loose end stuff because it looks like, you know, they're probably you know in the meantime going to get rid of tour guys because it's just like how Elvis you know all you have is the audio but I doubt that the family would let them do that anyway so but you know they're just making it making it into something that it wasn't before do you get what I'm saying no I I, I feel where you're coming from um again, so you have the inside scoop because uh, again you worked there I mean what was the vibe of you know the employees and everyone there though i mean what what was i mean were you guys like hyped every day about prince or what do you feel like graceland was bringing to the table you know we was hyped every day about prince but we wasn't hyped about the things that we could and couldn't do we the two guys were happy to be there because it was prince's house and we were coming in there to you know and the reason that i came in there because I heard that they were getting so many negative reviews. And so that's why I came in there to 
try to change the perception, you know, if you don't like something, come in and change it. And so that's what I was trying to do by being in there. And you can tell that I did because even though I said on the video that we were some of their best tour guys, those weren't just my words. Those were the words of the acting GM at the time. Those were the words of the acting tour manager at the time. You know, we got that from those higher up people that they were thanking us for coming in there and bringing our passion to the place because they did see a change in a lot of the reviews that we had going on there. Wow. Now, uh, so I, I got lost my train of thought. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, I want to make sure <laughs> the other hosts, you got anybody have another question they want to ask? Mm-hmm. About? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, what were uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm curious then. So you started working there two mm-hmm. months ago, right? Um, mm-hmm. And there was five people that got fired. Was that right? Yeah, five of us. Five okay. Of us. What uh-huh. What was you know? Because I want to get as much as I can understand. Like, what was like your work mm-hmm. schedule? Did you work there like Monday through Friday, or are you doing? What, you know, how did they got? How did they have you guys working? Yeah, yeah. All of us were full time. Um, And then we were understaffed at that. So I can just imagine how they're feeling now because they fired, you know, most of their full time people. And most of the people who work there are part part time because Pace and Park does not pay enough, you know, to Mm. keep those tour guides there for a full full time basis. Um, But all of our my work schedule is basically Monday through Friday. They're closed on Wednesday. So every day except those days I was there. Are you comfortable as uh, that they were closed? Are you comfortable telling what what was the pay? What would a what a what would a person get being as a tour guide there, pay wise? So I won't say the pay just in case they're listening, but I can say that you could go to the Burger King down the street and make more money. Damn. Okay. Wow. And make more money than what they were paying there. And then you know Paisley Park is far out, and so you know I moved here, and so I did not have a car so i was either taking a two-hour bus ride to go out there every single day two hours there and back mm. and on weekends the buses did not run so i was paying about 20 to 25 dollars per ride to get out there back and forth so about 40 45 dollars a day just to get to and from work on weekends and taking a two-hour bus ride there and back so it was like and you just feel very unappreciated you know that they did that and my photos, they, they were not inappropriate. You can find anybody else's photo, any other regular guest photo that looks just as similar as my photo, and it was not inappropriate. And it was I can say that it wasn't the people. I heard that um, the people over us, so our manager over us, he did try to fire for us, but it was the overhead that wanted to fire us. So those Graceland people, that Graceland HR, those are the people that just um, wanted to get rid of us. I mean, so when they brought you in, and I'm not to make a joke of it, but I'm an understanding. It was on your day mm-hmm. off, right? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like that's on, like on, like on Friday. On your day off, <laughs> that's, a, that's a cold piece exactly. of work, right there. How you get fired on your day off? Exactly, exactly. Over some pictures. Like at least you could have waited till I was on schedule or something, you know. And exactly over some pictures, and it was it was crazy to me because just that just that Tuesday just that Tuesday they was telling me how thankful they was that I was there just that Tuesday they was taking me through some new things that they were going to do at Paisley Park and they wanted me to give to you know give that experience to people and so that's why you know I was so angry at that and that's why I was so upset because how could you say all these things to me and then you know the next day you call me in on my day off to come and fire me you know no, I, I that's what you. I just didn't get and that's what made me so angry 
Yeah. Was there a situation maybe where they had to let one of the other persons go and it would have been like, well, if you let this person go for it, we're going to have to let them all go for it. Otherwise, it could be something. I mean, I'm mean, just speculating. I don't know. But because you said all the pictures were appropriate. They weren't something y'all weren't doing nothing crazy. But was it just the fact that you guys t- took the pit? Well, I guess they told you it wasn't because you took the pictures because the picture was inappropriate. Was that the reasoning they gave you? Or? Yeah, yeah, but but my photos weren't, you know, and you know, and one of the big things is that I didn't, we didn't even know that we were in trouble. We didn't even know, you know, that they was going through the process of trying to figure out what to do with us, and they didn't even ask, you know, like anybody's side of the story. They just came and fired us, and so some of those pictures that were taken before, I'm not going to try to bring anybody down, but I wasn't in those pictures before, so I shouldn't be held accountable for what was in those pictures before. I wasn't even in the room at that. I was doing a tour. And once I finished my tour, I clocked out and came in and did the two pictures that I was in. Now, how did they find out about so these pictures? I think one of the people who was in the photos put, put them on social media. Mm. But yeah. she didn't put all of them on there. I think she only put she only put a couple on there. I'm not for sure. But they wasn't even on there for long either, I don't think. So Cause I don't remember seeing them after like a day. Okay. Now, just as a as a general sort of a, a learning moment for other people when they jobs mm-hmm. and stuff. So it sounded like the mm-hmm. job was monitoring somebody's social media, and they exactly. saw exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, man. Let's see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 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 So, um, what are you able to tell now? So again, you you work there. You were in Paisley Park. You are a Prince mm-hmm. fan. You get to come into exactly. that place on an everyday exactly. full time basis. What exactly. does it feel like to be in there when everyone else ain't there? It's just y'all. I mean, do you get to look mm-hmm. at the stuff or just are you trip out that you are in nope. there? So in the first, you know, the first couple of weeks, you just happy that you're in there. And then you start to get the feeling that, okay, it is a job because you got all these rules and restrictions against you. You know, a lot of things that you could and couldn't do. We didn't get to see anything extra. We couldn't go anywhere. They were always watching us, telling us what we could and couldn't do. Um, you know, even though we were full time, they would still cut our hours regularly, you know. Um, so it was it was a strict place. It was, you know, no incentive, you know, no employment, employee of the month program, you know, nothing like that was in there to set up, you know, to like to make us happy for being there. Like it was kind of like our, you know, like our, what do you call it when you, what's the word for it? You know, like you should be happy that you're here because you were at Prince House. You know, that was uh, it. So, you know, gotcha. they didn't give us anything from that. You know, yeah, yeah. We no, didn't get no discount. No extra, so no extra pancakes or nothing for. like that or nothing, huh? No. So <laughs> we got, we got, we got discount on the food. Sometimes they gave us the leftover when they couldn't sell it. But wow, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. So we got nothing extra. Got to see nothing extra. You know. So did y'all now? No, wh- we only saw what the people saw. Okay. Now, did you guys work? You know, they have the was it Paisley Park after dark thing where they'd have the stuff on the weekend? Did you have? To, did you work during those mm-hmm. periods as well when they did tours? No, we didn't. No, we didn't have to work those. We would give the tour, but we would just sit the people in the MPG um, music club room. So no, we didn't. Um, we didn't have to work those events. It was the security people that stayed and worked those events. Oh, okay. Y'all weren't getting overtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. They didn't, they didn't let us get overtime. Nope. Uh, I have a question. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Rush, Rochelle, uh, um, I don't know if you noticed, but there was a big uh, album release uh, over the past couple of days by Jay-Z. And uh, one mm-hmm. particular song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. 
it caught their eyes. He made some uh, some remarks about how um, Paisley Park is being run. Um, do you have any comments to what he said? Particularly, um, you greedy bastards sold tickets to walk through his house. Now, I, I, I agree to an extent because they are being greedy about it because it's not is what they're doing is not genuine. So I understand Paisley Park being a museum because if it wasn't a museum, I couldn't, you know, it would just be sitting there. And I couldn't imagine Paisley Park being like that, you know. So I agree to it to an extent that they are greedy and they are just trying to, you know, get the money out of it and seeing how much money they can make out of it. Um, but as for Paisley Park being a museum, you know, I feel like that is what it should be. Um, his legacy should be on display so it can keep on going and keep other people, you know, in the know. Cause that was one of the things that I loved about the job is when you got non Prince fans coming in or people who only knew Pope rain and didn't know that he came out, you know, with a whole, whole vast collection of albums and songs after that, you know, you got to shape and change that perspective for them, you know, and that's what's one of the things that I loved about him. Cause you got to be that person, you know, who changed their minds about Prince, who made him look a little bit more deeper mm-hmm. into his music and what he was all about. And not just him, you know, becoming the artist or changing his name, not just him and the little outfits and not just him, you know, they're questioning his sexuality. You know, you got them to really change their shift and their focus on what he was doing and actually, you know, help them focus on the music and, you know, uh, just, you know, just shape their whole image of them. Right. That's one of the things that I love about the job because, and I used to tell that to people after my tour, you know, I left you on a higher vibration, you know, okay. I left you feeling good. And, and it was true because people said that people emailed and told people that, wow. you know, I got to help people heal. And so I, that's one thing that I really, really love, you know, doing about that job because, you know, I help people get through it. And that job was a healing process for me. And, you know, mm-hmm. and even though those higher ups are just in it for the money, you know, for the people who was in there doing the grunt work, you know, it meant something more, you know, and just to be treated like, even though you put so much work into it, you put so much effort into it just for doing something that was not against the handbook, you know, they could just mm-hmm. let you go so quick and so easy and for something that you were so passionate about. And, you know, and I sat outside before I made the video, I sat outside of Paisley for a good hour or so and after I made the video I just walked around Tanhassen for a good three hours or so because mm. I was so dumbfounded I didn't know what to do because you know I switched my whole life up to come to that job I had a plan it was something I was passionate about it was something that I wanted to work my way up in because I wanted it to become a great place you know and they just go and be like that and it just shows you how that overhead those overhead people they don't really care and I'm not blaming the family I'm not blaming nothing because they're doing what they had to do to turn it into a museum because they got to pay for the place but, right. you know, it's that overhead people that's doing all that, you know? Yeah, so that's, and that's why I want to really get the story out here because I know there's a lot of fans who would love and who have are inspired to do what you have done. You know, they, they really know they print stuff. They really want to make sure the legacy is mm-hmm. done properly and they want to get involved. They want to, Oh, let me, you know, when they, they see those things on Facebook, oh, they're hiring. Oh, no, I'm going to sign up. I will, you know, they have to hire me. I'm, you know, I'm the fan, you know, God damn it. And, and I feel that, you know, and I feel what you did and the reasons why you went in there. But the reality is when you, like you said, it's a job. And just like any other job, mm-hmm. you know, they, mm-hmm. they, they, they're, end of the day, they're for their benefit, not yours. Uh, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, you mean to say it's a business? There you go, Billy. It's a business. It's a business. You ain't the fuck out to see that yet. It's a business. 
But I wanted to ask the business. you. Uh, oh. they, like I said in the video, they colonizing on his legacy. You know, wow. they just coming in and making it what they want it to be, you know. Mm. Mm. They what? just, you know, turn it into something. Like even in the tours, you know, we weren't allowed to go off script and give a little bit more detail. You know, they didn't want us to do that. That's and what so I wanted to like, ask you about. I wanted to ask you about that. Because, um, again, mm-hmm. now you uh-huh. are coming in with a lot of knowledge about Prince. But I want to know, mm-hmm. what's the schooling like? What's the education like for the lady or the man who don't know nothing about Prince, but they, oh, this is a job. I've had some hospitality training before. Mm-hmm. I want to be a tour guide mm-hmm. here, but all I know is Purple Rain. How do they mm-hmm. educate uh-huh. those people to give the tour? Uh huh. You get a script and you get some facts. That's wow. what you got. Wow. That's what you got. And so that's why you got all those negative reviews about people not knowing anything, you know, because they didn't. You got a script and you got some facts. That's what you got. That's what you got. So, I mean, what do they what, what do they say to you then if, if you know, do, I'm sure that that's why I want to. What's the training like? It can't be just a script. There's got to be some sort of training. Are they like, here are all of his albums, at least? Or I'm just trying to no. understand. Well, that's that's on the fact sheet, like the name and the date of that album. That's on the fact sheet. But. No, it's literally, that's what you get. It's no, like, Prince training courses. <laughs> it was none of that. It, it was none of that. Maybe they sent out some YouTube links once, but it was none of that. None of that. None of that. Okay, well, see, I, I have a problem none with of that. that. I, I have a problem with that because, again, exactly. it's, a, it's a museum. Museums are supposed to teach exactly. and educate. <laughs> so if the people that's there ain't educated, how are they going to teach? You feel me? Exactly. So, uh, I have a problem with that. Exactly. Man. So what's next for you? Exactly. And that's what we was in there trying to do. We trying to keep, that's what I'm trying to figure out now. <laughs> I feel you. So I've been going through these last couple of days, but I'm trying to figure it out. And it's not, it's not so hard, but it's hard because I was so passionate about it. And it's hard because it's something that I really wanted to do. And I'm, I'm heartbroken, you know, and that's, that was the main thing is because I was happy, you know, I was happy doing the job, even though they was running it some different way. You know, I was in the groundwork. I was that face-to-face person that got to interact with those people on a daily basis, and I love that. And I got to talk about Prince every day, and I love that, you know. And, you know, I got, like you said, I got to teach people. I got to educate people. And so I really loved it. So I don't know what's next. I'm, I'm kind of a nomad anyway, so it don't matter where I go, what I do. I'm open to anything, but I have no idea at this moment. Yeah, no idea. Uh, I, I have an, uh, go ahead, man. You got it. Uh, I have another question. Um, since uh-huh. you, you have been working there for a couple of months, is there anything that they added that you that you know wasn't there prior to uh, uh, turning it into a museum? And is there any? And I just want to know what was your favorite item? Ooh, okay. So my that's hard. Okay, my favorite item they had on display. Well, you know, okay, first to so what they added, you know, so that Left Sexy Room is a new addition. They added the Super Bowl outfit um, to the Super Bowl room. What else did they add? They put some new guitars out on display. It's just like little things here and there, but they've been taking a lot of stuff away. Also, like all the little loose stuff that they had. Um, my favorite plays and my favorite item in there is his box guitar that he had on that Hit and Run tour. That's one of my favorites. And also the Galaxy Room is one of my favorites that you mm. see on the VIP tour. It's yes. one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, because in, in that Galaxy Room, he has a symbol sprinkled throughout the galaxy. And so sometimes between my tours, I used to love to come into that room and just, like, point out the symbols 
that were in there, and it was just it's a beautiful room. Now, now, yeah. did they <laughs> oh, have wow. the? Uh, is, is that room? Is that the one where his? When I went through there, they had the picture of Andy Allo in there. Is that still in there? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. that room. Yep, it's still in there. Uh huh. Yep, it's still in there. Yep, yep. And see, they don't even talk about Andy Allo when they're in there. But on my tours, you get to hear about Andy Allo. You know. <laughs> Wow. They don't even talk about who she is. You just see a random woman in the picture, you know, and <laughs> they be exactly. like, "Who's that sister it's on like the wall?" Like, oh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> wow. Um, are you able now? Spoil. I want to say spoiler alert. Are you able? Do you know of anything that they kind of have coming down the pike a little bit that you're able to sneak share on? That? I do, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get myself into any more trouble. I feel you. I respect <laughs> that. No doubt. no doubt. I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you go back, well, I took, well, I'm the one people think um, they took the video down. I put the video um, just where I could only see it. So um, just because I felt like, you know, the message got out there. We got over 15,000 views on that video, you know. I hear you. And so... I was just kind of like, okay, the message got out there, so I just put it as where I can see it. But if you saw it, you know, I said some things in that video. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I heard. Yeah. You was kind of airing <laughs> yeah. them out a little bit, but I can understand it was an emotional situation. That show was, show was. <laughs> I was mad, exactly, exactly. I was mad, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, man, Ron Shell, I really appreciate you sharing with the fans, us here, uh, your experience there. It really sheds some light on what goes on behind the scenes, what's really going on with these tour guys. You know, I'm sorry that it had to come down to this. You know, this is how, and as you already know, this is how a lot of these jobs do, though. You know, they can be very funny style. Mm-hmm. They, exactly. have, they have their own sort of agenda because it's a job, and they just out. Exactly. You know, so exactly. on one hand, I can't be mad about it, but you know exactly. the game. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get myself into. Like, okay, it happened, it happened. And it's just it's just heartbreaking because it was just something that I was so passionate right. about, you know. And so, but it happened. So I'm just trying to get past it. I'm still so mad, you know. Still mad, still mad because I had plans what I wanted to do there. So still so mad. And then, oh, I also wanted to say, mm-hmm. um, mad about some of that backlash that I got from the Prince fam at that. So mm-hmm. some Prince fam that ain't never seen y'all, ain't never seen y'all at Paisley Park. If y'all had something to say about me and something to say about the situation and coming in my inbox, coming at me all crazy. So I just hope y'all listening. And I said it straight here. You know, I wasn't one of them crazy people just coming in there, taking chances, you know, making risks. I did my best at that job. And, you know, and they still did me. And, you know, because, you know, they got their own agenda. So for all those people who had a lot of things to say, you know, I just want to set the record straight to them because I was just so appalled at some of those people who was like, you shouldn't be in there taking pictures anyway. Prince didn't allow pictures. Well, I'm going to tell you now, it's not Prince's house anymore. You know, it's, it's Paisley Park Entertainment now, so and they had an approved area where you take photos in, and so it's what's well, sad to say, you know, like and you know, I like to say that when we we have to introduce the urn, you know, and the tour a lot, and I would mm. tell people that you know, even though his his physical may not be here, you know, his spirit is omnipresent, you know, it's always around, and so people like to come in there and say, oh yeah, we fill him in this room. I'm like, it's it's kind of just a building now you know and if y'all knew prince you know he was he was always transformational you know why would he stay in a place when he could be everywhere at one time why would he stay here when mm. you know he could be trans-dimensional at that you know and it's kind of like you know that he was he wasn't thinking in the um you know for the future for the present he was thinking about the now you know so even though 
Okay, I'm not going to get into that. I'm no, you're good. No, you're good. Stuff, you know what I'm trying to say. We definitely know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what I'm trying to say, but you know, it's 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 Paisley Park event now. That's that's how I feel about it, and that's how a lot of people who would come there regularly on a regular basis feel about it. You know. You know? Uh-huh. It is, and I used to defend it when I was working there. They used to tell me how it was like Walt Disney World, just a money making machine, and I would defend it. I was like, "No, that's trying," but <laughs> it's the truth. It's the wow. truth. Wow, man. Well, let me ask you one more thing because you just brought something up about, uh-huh. the, about the urn and stuff. And what mm-hmm. what was the general consensus from visitors when one of the first things they see is that urn of his ashes? Uh-huh. Well, it's like, it's kind of more reserved now, so it's not, not sitting in the middle like it was before. So they put it back and they put it behind some glass where you can vaguely see it now. Oh. But, you know, everybody is like, what? Like, what? You know, it's unexpected to a lot of people. And for other people who know that it's coming up, it's very emotional. And it's like, that's what we had to deal with, too, on an ongoing basis. We had to, you know, help others. We was a counselor. We was a teacher. We was a tour guide. We was all that in one. So you would have to help people, you know, get through those moments. And those were some of the first moments. So if they did not get through those moments, it was hard getting them through the other moments of the tour. And, you know, the tours usually last hour, hour to 30 minutes if you had a VIP tour, you know. So you was trying to be everything to those people to try to help those emotions. And that takes a lot out of somebody, you know, but we were still in there doing it on a daily basis, running tours back to back sometimes, you know. Um, But that's what would happen when people would see that. They would be, you know, very emotional, very unexpected. Some people who, what I hate is that those people who didn't care and they was just coming to see the place, some of those people would laugh or be very disrespectful, you know. And, you, yeah, you had to deal with all that. You had to deal with all that. And that's what I hate. Like, people can come in there and be, you know, be disrespectful. Like, I, I absolutely hate that, you know. And, and say their little comments and say their little comments about France. And you can't say nothing back because you're a tour guide and you work there. <laughs> so you got to hold your tongue. And so it's hard. It's like, why would you come to somebody's house and, right. and be disrespectful like that, you know? So, but oh, those are the type of people that you're getting in there now since it's open to everybody. You can just come for $38. So that's what you get. That's crazy. That's what you that's get. That's crazy. Now, I'm just mm-hmm. going back real quick. Now, you can correct me. You don't have to say how much y'all was making. But the minimum wage in that area is about, what, nine fifty? Is that right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We, was, we was making more than that. We was making okay. more than that. But you can still go down to the Burger King and take more than You that. can go down and flip, on some, more. flip some burgers uh-huh. versus And make more than that. We, and we couldn't bacon. accept tips at that. We could not mm-hmm. accept tips at that, you know. And people were offering big tips. And sometimes I would feel so bad because, you know, I needed that money. Like, I got to pay rent. <laughs> wow. rent coming up. <laughs> or, you know, Ooh. I got to get out to work the next day. I need that, you know. And people would give us big tips, big, big tips. You know, I rarely saw ones and fives, you know. big, And we couldn't take it. We couldn't take it. You know, there was always somebody watching, so we wouldn't even want to risk it, you know. Wow, they was, they was so, on their money don't matter yeah. tonight, huh? <laughs> right, right. Your literally, money don't matter, but it matter to them, though. Right? Exactly. Ain't that about exactly. Our money don't matter, but theirs do. Exactly. Exactly. Face down. Exactly. Hmm. Right. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. So those are the things that's going on there now. So, but uh, let me ask you this last one. That's real, last part. Uh huh. Um, but with all of the experiences, uh, mm-hmm. should our uh, fans? We should still be going down there, right? Should we still go there and, and support Paisley Park and Prince's legacy and everything? 
it's up to y'all, you know, for the people who haven't been, you know, I say go down and check it out. You know, if you haven't been there and if you haven't had that experience at Paisley Park, you know, and you haven't seen those places, go and check it out. Because, you know, one thing why I went there so quick and wanted to work there is because, you know, you always never knew. And, you know, you don't really know how long it's going to stay in the museum. You just never know. So if you can't get down there, go and get down there. If you feel some type of way about it, you don't have to go, you know, because like he said, Paisley Park, it's in your heart. You know, it's not, it's like so much the place. It's the music and it's the, you know, it's the energy that's surrounding the place. And she was just knowing that it was his creative space and where he spent a lot of time, you know, that's what, that's what fuels that space. And that's what it was for me is just being there in his presence. So if you haven't had that Paisley Park experience, I say go down and just try not to think of it as you're giving your money away because we do that to a lot of people. We know we still eat Chick-fil-A even though they're against all black people, all gay people, but we're still doing it anyway. So if you haven't had that Paisley Park experience, then go ahead, you know, go ahead and have it. You know, I can't tell you what and what not to do. You know, it's okay. up to for that person to decide what they want to do. Fair enough. I, I, I'm, I'm like that preacher. Yeah. I'm not over just yet. I got one more question. Um, <laughs> you're fine you're fine uh did you ever did, did the family ever come down like was taika a regular person down there and mm-hmm. omar and different things okay yep yeah, yep yep taika was there omar he was there and when they had that purple rain screen in even alfred came in one time um i haven't seen the i haven't seen the other sister her name is sharon i haven't seen her mm-hmm. uh, but taika was regular taika was regular so that's the one thing that i liked about her she was regular in there um, do, do, they, do they have any? Uh, see, I can. I, I'm not going to do the political correct. This is my show. Are there any black folks in upper management there? Not anymore. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But it was it was with Prince was there, but not anymore. <laughs> not okay. anymore. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Ron Shell. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank no you so problem, much. my friend. Well, uh, you know, no I know your next thing is going to be, I, I love the, your spirit. You see your nomad. I was looking at some of your pictures and you like, you, you experience a lot of things uh, <laughs> going around the world, yeah, doing yeah. stuff. And that's a blessing to see a young, a young woman as yourself doing these types of things. Cause we got to remember we can get out and do stuff. We ain't always got to stay exactly. in our little exactly. city. You ain't got to stay in one place. Yeah. So. Exactly. And, and I need that. I need that's, that message more than anybody. That's what's up. Yeah, that's my whole point. What I try to get to people. That's why I do it because I want them to see more things, do different things, you know. And that's what inspired me to do it in the first place. It was Prince, you know, going around and traveling around, going to see him in concert. That's one of the things that really made me say, "Oh, okay, I can really go places. I can really do different stuff." You know, mm. who, who? What else? Black woman, you know, lived in Australia, lived in New Zealand, lived in Indonesia. You know, but I can wow. say that I've done all those things, you know, because I was inspired by somebody who meant so much to me, and so. Damn, amazing! Yeah, huh? yeah it's how, unfortunate, how, but in fact, you rather young. You are you in your twenties or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm twenty six. I'm twenty six. Oh man, you're doing it. You're doing. It. You're doing it big. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, you're doing it. Some blessings I'm to trying. you. All right, we're gonna get up out of here, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to hit up Ron Shell on, I guess on the social media, where can where can they find you online? Um, I'm primarily on Facebook, so just okay. go find me on Facebook. Just put it in Ronchelle. I changed my last name on Facebook from Nelson to Indigo Cello because I'm free. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just a little thing for me. 
because I'm free. Shoot, I can do what I want. So I'm mad. I ain't want my last name to be Nelson no more. Right, <laughs> yeah, wow. exactly. I'm okay. free for my emancipation, right? <laughs> literally, literally. So I changed my name. Jesus. Okay. But my, but my real name is Rochelle Nelson, and I always have like a little premise that I'm kind of related to him because my family is from the same part of Louisiana that his daddy from and, and you know okay. those they could have just migrated up here his daddy could have been a long lost cousin or something yeah. and I hear a whole lot of stories of how like his grandma was the sister of one of my aunties one of my great aunties or great grandma something like that oh so really okay I'm, I could have been I could have been distant I could have been distant so. Shoot, you better go <laughs> holler at your kin folks and go get in there and get your job man. <laughs> right right Right, right. We all we got. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, let me let me let you go. I uh, really appreciate you again. I'm gonna stay in contact for sure. Oh, definitely. All yeah, right. Definitely. Thanks for letting me do this. I appreciate it. You, you're welcome. Thank y'all. Peace. All right. Bye. See y'all. All right. Good. Ladies That's and gentlemen, good. there you have it. Oh. Uh, check out Ron Shell there, and uh, check us out. Continue to. Check out the Prince Podcast. We got all the family here, so ain't got any other names. Everyone's here. Also, I need y'all, if you can, go on to our Patreon page and join us up. This new podcast generation. We need your support. We got a lot of special things that's going to be going on just for the Patreon supporters. So it just costs you a dollar a month at the least. Uh, so if you can, drop that in the hat. Hey, work it like a job. Michael Dean, we'll see you next time. Peace. Take